The truth is that success isn't singular. We need others to succeed in life. We need to embrace the fact that others will constantly be swimming in and out of our lanes. The key is to recognize who's helping and who isn't. And understanding that at any time, it's okay to switch lanes as someone in your life is dragging you down. It's one small step for man. Lift off. We have a lift off. We choose to go to the moon, not because they are easy, but because they are I have a dream. You can't handle the truth. Seven. Six. Five. Four. Three. Two. One. Super, 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 super you. Hey, guys. It's Equal Man. Thank you for tuning in to today's show. That clip you heard at the front is a reading from my new book, The Focus Project. It's a clip from the Audible version. And for many of you that have been listening to the podcast, you know that we've been giving away clips, usually in 10 to 20 minute segments of my book, free on this podcast. So I hope you're enjoying it. Most importantly, I hope it's helping to entertain, educate, empower yourself or someone in your life that needs to focus better. On this show, I always talk about posting it forward. It would mean the world to me if you were to post it forward today by going to Amazon, getting a copy of the paperback or Kindle version, or maybe the Audible full length version, and sending it to a friend. Just remind that person, easy, simple way on Amazon, they get it the next day. Just, hey, I'm thinking about you and hopefully you're able to focus in this unfocused world, especially during these ever-changing times. So without further ado, here's the rest of the Super You podcast. Moment of truth. My 92-year-old grandma's health was declining. My grandfather was right by her side, as he had been ever since the day they met in high school. My grandma attended Wellesley and was an entrepreneur during the days when a woman doing such a thing was considered odd. Very, very odd. She was smart, strong, and didn't tolerate any bull. She often would tell people she met, I wish we were meeting when I was more myself, but it's better than never meeting you at all. In the final year, she suffered from dementia, and near the end, this strong, independent woman needed assistance getting out of bed. In an odd sense, her physical and mental decline was a paradox in that it was both rapid and gradual. We knew it was only a matter of time before she ascended to a better place, yet we knew we would never really be ready to receive that phone call. My heart sank when I heard she was in hospice and only had a few days. I prayed. Once these prayers subsided, the practical part of my brain cruelly took over. If she passed away tomorrow, I could catch a flight for the weekend for the funeral. If it were a few more days, however, I had some performances I couldn't contractually cancel. This was another eureka moment for me. What kind of person thinks like this? Many of us do, and it's a result of the hyper-paced world we live in. It was a slap to my face. Moreover, it was as if my own soul were shaking me and saying, look at yourself. You need to focus on what's important. And that was it. A nice reminder that focus is simply a word for prioritizing what's important to us in life. It was a reminder that we are never guaranteed today, let alone tomorrow. Do the things that matter most first. After the funeral, I suggested to Anna Maria that we start taking the kids more on my speaking and book signing tours, even if it entailed taking them out of school. She was all for it. Once, when I was speaking in Asia, we took Sophia and Katya to Singapore, Vietnam, and Thailand. They were even able to see me perform on stage for 11,000 people. We repeated this in Portugal, Spain, and France. 
Taking the family lessened my guilt. In fact, being able to give my daughters these unique experiences thrilled me. While sometimes there were hiccups, such as the time I had to hold Katya all night before taking the stage in the morning, having them travel with us was well worth any downside. Eureka moment. Seeking work-life balance is difficult. Instead, seek work-life harmony. What would the number one dad in the world do? A eureka moment hit me in regard to comparative trading. When traveling, I need to be cognizant of every minute. When making it to my hotel room in the evening, if I start watching an NBA game or mindlessly scrolling through social media, I'm wasting time. Ultimately, this means less time for my wife and kids. I'm not simply watching an NBA game, rather I'm burning valuable time in the future with my family. I started to ask myself, is this something the number one dad in the world would be doing? When I found myself watching fail videos, I'd pause and ask myself, is this something the number one dad in the world would be doing? It's a silly way to look at the world, but it works for me. This brief internal question reminds me that the days are long, but the years are short. When I feel like criticizing someone, I often keep it to myself. At the cocktail party, I'll turn down that last drink to avoid being sluggish the next morning with the kids. This Jedi mind trick doesn't work all the time. Sometimes that second martini is just too good to pass up. But it's helping me make progress. My hope is it helps you as well. What would the number one mom in the world do? Number one friend. Number one grandmother. Number one writer. Number one pianist. Number one son. Number one aunt. Number one cousin. Number one graphic designer. And beyond. You're going to miss me when I'm gone. In preparation for a triathlon, I started swimming. From past experience, I knew that on race day, to avoid getting kicked in the face and sucking salt water, I would be sprinting the first 200 meters. As such, I couldn't just go through the motions during practice. My girls are good swimmers, and the pool is narrow, so it works well for me to take them with me. I can keep an eye on them in the pool while I swim laps. Then I started seeing them too much. They were diving under me when I swam. Hence, I had to dodge errant kicks to regions where you don't want to be kicked, or they were grabbing my ankles in an attempt to stop me and ask questions like, why do my goggles look like mirrors? Or how long can mermaids hold their breath, daddy? In the past, these interruptions would have certainly bothered me. Can't you see that I only have 30 minutes to train girls? I need you to get out of my lane. This time I shifted my focus. My focus wasn't about them being in the way, but rather on how they wanted to wave at me and smile underwater. How they wanted to race me, to be near me. I realized the years would fly by and these special moments would be gone and I'd miss them. A song from Anna Kendrick popped into my head and I apologize in advance for my off-key singing. When I'm gone, when I'm gone, you're gonna miss me when I'm gone. You're gonna miss me by my hair, you're gonna miss me everywhere. Oh, you're gonna miss me when I'm gone. So true, isn't it? Rather than be annoyed, I relished the moment in the moment. Focusing in the moment on being a better dad was a million times better than shaving a few silly seconds off my race time by yelling at my girls to get out of my lane. It wasn't lost on me either that metaphorically we often think of people getting out of my lane. The truth is that success isn't singular. We need others to succeed in life. We need to embrace the fact that others will constantly be swimming in and out of our lanes. The key is to recognize who's helping and who isn't, and understanding that, 
at any time, it's okay to switch lanes if someone in your life is dragging you down. If someone in your family or some organization is trying to pull you into their drama, their negative vortex, simply repeat in your mind, not my circus, not my monkeys. You have the power to change lanes. We have the power to change our focus. If our expectation is that we are always going to have wide open, beautiful swimming lanes, we are setting ourselves up for failure. You see, the icebergs, waves, floatsome, and obstacles in our lives are there for a reason. They're there to make us better, and they're there to keep the competition out. A life well lived isn't supposed to be easy. I'm glad my kids still want to swim in my lane. How kids spell love. Understand that kids spell love, T-I-M-E. When I travel for work, in their minds, I'm gone for essentially two workdays. Hence, upon returning, it doesn't make sense to them why I will often go into the office the following day. They have a point. When I'm in town, I now pick travel days, sans the suitcase. On these staycation travel days, I don't go into the office, and I'm difficult to reach during certain hours, just as if I'm actually traveling. These staycations allow me to drop into my kids' schools to grab lunch with them or to read to their classes. And because of my height, 6'6", well, 6'7", on a sunny day, their classmates always start chanting, jump, jump, to get me to jump to touch the ceiling. Or they look all the way up to me and say, wow, you must be really old. There are hundreds of pressing needs pulling us away from spending time with our loved ones. It's easy to take our loved ones for granted as we chase the next thing. Often what we are chasing relates to fame or fortune. To ensure I'm focusing on the right things, I'll often ask myself, if my wife or daughter were to pass from this life today, how much would I pay for the ability to dance with her one more time? The answer is easy for me. All of it. If I had amassed $10 billion, I would pay all of it. Life is all about perspective. My hope is that helps you set a better perspective for today, whatever you're trying to do today, whatever you're trying to achieve in life. Uh, this is your host, Eric Quam. A lot of you know me as Equal Man, and that was a reading from my new book, The Focus Project. So feel free to go check it out. It'd mean the world to me if you got a copy on Amazon today. But thanks again for listening to the Super You podcast. Again, this is a special edition of a reading from my new book, uh, Wednesdays is when we have the regularly scheduled podcast. That's when we sit down with different guests, ranging from Brene Brown to Tony Robbins to Barack Obama, to give you seven super tips because this show is all about unlocking the super you in you. We want to entertain, educate, and empower you to your best life. And thank you so much for listening. It means the world to me. Don't hesitate to reach out and tell me what you're thinking, or better yet, just post a review on Apple. When you post a review on Apple, that allows others to discover this podcast and allows them to discover uh, the book, which I think is going to help a ton of people focus in these ever-changing times, to focus on what matters most. It's the simple art of doing less. So thanks again for listening. Until next time, this is Equal Man reminding all of us, it's not what we take from the world, it is what we leave behind. Seven. Six. Five. Four. Three. Two. One. Super, 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 super you.